At this point, you'd think we'd be eating leftovers. Hi there, I'm Nito Kitchen. Tonight on the Gator Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Cooking Association, we're looking at Eating Out Drama Camp, the fourth movie in this series. Oh, but because you're dead inside at this point and all you can do is eat your feelings, I'm joined by three friends with their favorite morally questionable comfort food. First up, she can make hers into a security blanket. It's Amelia. Hi, my name's Amelia, and my favorite comfort food, especially after having to watch four of these movies now, is a nice, strong ten shots of tequila chased with the shittiest <laughs> beer I can find. <laughs> and I can Navigator on Instagram. <laughs> Next up, the only comfort in life is the knowledge that one day you will die, and all your misery and depression will finally be gone. <laughs> Lastly, if food won't comfort you, cuddling with them will. It's Roe. <laughs> I was gonna be mac and cheese. How dare you do this to me, Amelia? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> ah, you can find me on twitch.tv and suscreenrow. <laughs> okay, friends. It's about to be plot time, so you know warning. Pew pew. Plot. Go watch. Spoilers. All that. Yeah. Here we go. Everyone take a deep... I mean, Common to, breath. Be fair, to be fair, if they've seen one of the Eating Out movies, are they really spoilers? I mean, this one is technically different enough because it does because it like it barely has the liars revealed plot, but we'll get to that. Okay, Casey, Zach, and their new old friend Justin get into Dick Dickie's drama camp. Justin immediately meets Lily, a trans woman whom he crushes on hard but is insecure over if any woman would want him, let alone the one he finds attractive. Meanwhile, Zack and Casey are having problems of the relationship kind. Made worse when Zack crushes on Benji, a gay man who sees that they're having troubles and doesn't want to meddle, so he pretends to be straight to not be a homewrecker. Casey meets and befriends Penny, a hardworking, scheming, intelligent sociopath who is the new best character of the series as a whole, and starts to realize that he needs to let Zack go since it's unfair to both of them. After some shenanigans, Casey and Zack have a very mature discussion about the relationship and end things off with Casey blessing uh, Zack to go for Benji, an orgy happens under the guise of Shakespeare, and Justin gets together with Lily. Oh, and there was a competition for the best reinterpretation of a Shakespeare play, uh, their Sex Fest one, which will lead off into the final film of the series, Eating Out the Open Weekend. Um, I have left out a lot, and the reason for that is for the first time since Sloppy Seconds, uh, if you have not seen this movie, I actually recommend that you might want to. Uh, for all its faults, it does so much that's just kind of fun, and we're good to get... And we'll get to that. But first, what did y'all think about it? <laughs> uh, there is so much about this movie that I wish I could pick up with like a helicopter and like airdrop into a better movie. Like expand on some... that. <laughs> there's um, some really great characters, and they've thrown them in with like meat puppets, basically. <laughs> and there's a really great plot line. And they had the audacity to put it 
in the Eating Out movie. <laughs> where it definitely didn't belong. <laughs> what about you, Amelia? What do you think of it? Oh, man. Um, you know, I think this one was not my favorite at all <laughs> uh i i've heard that the next one is not great so i i hesitate to say that it's my least favorite um but yeah i agree with ro like it had the potential to be a good movie and it just didn't really deliver that um you know i think there were a lot of little great threads that could have been tweaked and made it like a legitimately like funny and good movie. Um, like I forgot which one of y'all put it in your notes, but like if they had had uh, Casey and Zach in competing plays with like different love interests, you know, Zach with Benji and then uh, Casey with the meat puppet that appeared randomly to say he liked redheads. And then I don't remember seeing it again. That was my notes. Someone liked my notes for once. Yay! <laughs> you do. T- you take good notes, Nato. Or you know, you like take... I think, I think one of the one of the, the places they really could have taken the movie and done something really interesting and good with it was the whole thread with Lily and the fetishization of trans people. You know, I think there were plenty of. Like, there could have been a really good opportunity in that movie to, you know, maybe have Lily go on a date and, you you know, show don't tell <laughs> that right. experience. And then, you know, elaborate on that. And, instead and why, you... <laughs> she, right. why she might be hesitant to, like, even try and pursue things with Justin? Yeah, Justin. Jason? Justin. Hey there, it's me, post-production NATO. We all make mistakes, and for some reason, I really thought that Jace's name was Justin for some reason, so we're gonna call him Justin in this episode. Sorry about that. Really am. Um, full apology in the next episode. Later. With Justin, yeah. Um, and instead, you just instead... get... Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. No, 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 go ahead. Instead, you just get this wishy-washy, like... Like, you make the first move. No, you make the first move. No, you make the first move. No, you make the first move. And Until, like, somebody, f- like, finally says something and then the movie ends in an orgy. Like... We, we do get some uh, really good uh, uh, blunt observations from Lily, though. Especially yeah. about the trans experience. Uh, and what she has gone through in the past with other people. And I really do uh, respect that. But I also think that, yeah, they could have handled that relationship a lot better because, like, it's just kind of... I don't really like Justin that much, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. Uh, because, just go with me for a second. I know why... Like, he's a character in this, but, like, why wasn't Tandy from the previous film, like, the director of the short film? Wouldn't that make more sense to bring her back? You know... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I... Honestly, 
in the time between we recording the last episode and watching the movie for this episode, all knowledge of like eating out three has like totally left my brain. This is why I had to explain who they were. Because um, they just like all I remember away. is that they kind Casey of... and Casey and Zach with the K are a thing, I guess. They they threw her away. They threw Ryan away. Kind of. We'll get to that later. Honestly, um, Tandy was one of the best parts of that movie too, and like I completely forgot about her. And that's to say nothing about her, the actress or her acting, because she did a great job. But like, has everything to say about like how like similar the eating out movies are as a whole although this one did like at least try to be a little bit different but also going back to the very beginning one nitpick i have so uh they the first scene which is always you know the fantasy sex kind of scene thing it's an eating out trope at this point um so like they're actually making a short film to audition to go to this drama camp um, but there, there is a, there is a third actor in the short film that does not go to drama camp. And after they like send it in, they just drop him. They don't even, he doesn't even get like a rejection letter, like, oh, kind of like, you know, shot. They just forget about him completely. That would have been a really interesting sort of like turn of events if he was like the one, uh, instead of, uh, what's his friend? Benji or whatever uh that Benji like the dog yeah (laughs) like if he was the one that uh Zach started crushing after because of the relationship problems that would have been really interesting but he just like freaking disappears you know um but there is I think one character that I that I I very much welcome and I think is honestly my favorite character in the entire series I'm sorry, Tiffany. Can we talk about Penny? Can we talk about Penny? I like Penny a lot. Can we please talk about Penny? I like Penny a lot. (laughs) She was so adorable. That beautiful mind. (laughs) Yes. And that willingness to just, like, scrape shit off of trash cans. With a smile on her face. With a smile on her face. Nothing can keep her down. When she met Casey, she was liberated. She just flowered into this beautiful mind. <laughs> that asshole Dick Dickie can't keep her down. He can't even make her like frown or anything or or even make her feel bad. She's just happy to be there. She's smart. She's a go-getter. She's talented. She's arguably like the one character in the entire series who is the most proactive <laughs> when it comes to things. Yeah. And she was just, I don't know, like, (laughs) I feel like she should have been in a different, actually good movie. (laughs) No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to take, I want to take Lily, I want to take Justin, that whole storyline, and then take Penny and Casey's friendship, and then just, like, airdrop that into a much better movie. And then, like, all these things that this movie was trying to do and, like, kind of half-assed, like, 
could have been expanded upon and really focused on in a way that Zach and Benji were just like getting in the way of the friendship of also, the friendship of Penny and uh, Casey is just it's like the the friendship of Tiffany and oh it's uh what was his name shoot um, Kyle. Mark, yeah, Kyle. Other Mark? Kyle, Kyle? yeah. <laughs> Tiffany, he's been so Kyle, long. the yeah. Hollywood three? <laughs> T- like, Tiffany and Kyle were, like, a great duo because they worked well off of each other. Penny and Casey works really well off of each other the way that Tiffany and Casey did not, if that makes sense. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. And I think, like, the thing that kind of surprised me about this movie is that there's a lot of little things that kind of, like, work. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of goes along with, like, you know, helicopter certain aspects. Because it's, like, little things, like Zach getting called off on his, like, casual sexism. Um, you know, his sexist yeah. remarks. Or, or, like, Lily I was a being... fan of that. <laughs> Or, like, Lily being completely, totally, and brutally honest about what it's like to be a trans woman in the dating scene and to be, like, creeped upon by, like, guys who just, like, fetishize the idea of being with a trans woman. Yeah. Also, like, that moment, I wish that they had actually, like, given proper attention to that moment between Lily and Jean Vive, who can't even pronounce her own name properly in French, (laughs) uh... Oh my god! I I really I really feel like you know that that should have gotten a little more attention to do that moment justice because I think that's literally like one of the biggest experiences that's just universal to trans people. Literally earlier today, one of my friends was talking to me about how this old coworker that she didn't get along with like ran into her at a bar and straight up told her that she looked like a man, like. Just, you know, so I, I feel like that moment there would have done better with a little more attention to it, as opposed to just kind of being at this edition and then we blow over it with no reference back to it. No, I don't know, maybe scene right. of Lily being like even more actually upset by it. It's He's, like they brought uh, up this really serious issue and then just abandoned it to like, will he, yeah. won't she bullshit. Speaking of Te- uh, Tiffany's Betty White joke, um, no, um, uh, actually, uh, on that note, do you think that because of that experience, which is all too common in the trans community, that um, Lily is justified with uh, the lack of empathizing with sort of Justin's... Um, what is the correct uh half-assed attempts at allyship or not even that just uh justin is obviously uncomfortable in general with women um and basically uh uh, his level of self-confidence when it comes to uh for going after people that he's attracted to Justin is mm-hmm. a character 
who's compensating for his inability to deal with his own sexual desires and wants and needs by making extremely erotic films. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> I, I very much identified, I think, with Lily and her hesitation and lack of empathy and almost kind of just like distaste with Justin's attempts at allyship. Um, obviously I can't speak to that as a trans woman because I'm not, but I can speak to that as a Latina woman. And like, there's definitely been times where like, you know, well-intentioned, but maybe not like the most knowledgeable, like, White people will try to say something, and it, it does rub me the wrong way, even though it probably shouldn't. Um, but I think, too, like, just with that, like, you know, there's the experience of, like, virtue signaling, you know, people that are just not really invested in actually being allies, but, like, trying to look good yeah. to other people and, like, you know ulterior motives for people I, I don't know i feel like there's a lot going into that that like yeah. it makes sense to me that she would question it and maybe be a little put off by it she it's, it's... she also questions <laughs> like um her actually getting cast like in his production as well yeah it's and like you saying that uh brings a completely new context to that scene for me because i didn't even um like connect the dots for that being possibly like uh a subtext yeah. Sorry, Ro. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, I, I think... <laughs> I think, you know, it's an important thing to bring up, and it's not an issue that gets a lot of attention in spaces that aren't trans spaces, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to call attention to it in this episode. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> you, um, uh, I think the trans acceptance means, you know, people getting to know what it's like and hearing, you know, what it's like from voices yeah. that know what it's like. Not saying that I can speak to a trans woman's experience. I mean, obviously, I'm a big, chunky male presenting non-binary person but <laughs> but you know um i i do exist within these spaces and it mm -hmm. is a is a tale that i hear a lot <laughs> and we do love our uh trans brothers and sisters quite a bit um and our you know honestly Oh, sorry, sorry, go no, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, honestly, I feel like a movie following Lily and Justin would have been much more compelling than this. Um, um, honestly. Like, you know, Lily's... Yeah. That's why I'm saying they had no business taking a really great plot idea and sticking it into an eating out movie where it yeah. would just wither and die. <laughs> <laughs> Although we did get one thing that y'all have been asking for since I think the very first movie. 
Oh God. <laughs> we wanted it, and, but not like this. <laughs> and, and I'm not. No, I'm not no. talking about the couch fetish going away. Put it away. away. <laughs> um, Put it away. No, Put it no. back in Pandora's box and never speak of it again. One of the things that I really like about this movie, over the last one specifically, uh, is that the actions and inactions they take, the characters take actually seem to have some consequences um yeah which is nice. oh uh, you, wait wait you mean we're not talking about the musical number no. <laughs> i know we were talking about no we're saving that for a little while longer we i i, I thought i thought no, can we like talk, to talk about it can we talk about it now please <laughs> i want to talk about this first because it's got brought up <laughs> Oh my y'all, god. I am I am going through the list of things that y'all have criticized oh rightfully god. about the previous entries, and this is one of them about how a lot of the actions the characters take don't seem to have consequences for the stories. And I've had the criticisms as well. So I just wanted to, you know, at least acknowledge uh, you know, some of the things that happened. Um, like Casey encouraging Penny to help him get revenge on Benji, which ends up hurting Zach instead. Uh, Casey trying to get Benji and Zach to acknowledge their feelings for each other, uh, and gets them briefly expelled. They even take time to set things up like the poison oak sabotage. Um, and yeah, this movie has some pretty good planning and some pretty good, use of consequences when it comes to the character actions and i wanted to just be very blunt about that because the biggest consequence for anyone's actions is the musical number (laughs) way to bring it back around nato (laughs) i applaud you (laughs) i applaud you that was good that was really good um that was perfect so real quick i do have to ask this because it is a follow-up from last week uh would y'all like to hear kumbaya again i mean kumbaya was better than this yes (laughs) i would much prefer i would much prefer kumbaya i mean at least someone's horny lord kumbaya is clever writing yeah so for those of you who do not know what we're talking about this this movie has a musical number called drama queen performed by zach it is zach it's performed by zach doing his best danny zuko impression that entire number was trying to be an homage to Grease Lightning, and it failed. It left a deep, dark hole in my heart that I don't think I can ever fill again. It left a tune in my head that I want out. <laughs> I need brain bleach because even now I can hear it there because they had the audacity to play it again during the credits, and now it is just stuck. <laughs> It's there. It's, it's there, there and it's never and going I, away again. It just keep repeating drama queen over and over again. It was like the end of every single line. Da 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 drama queen. Da 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 drama queen. I feel so dirty. <laughs> I mean I, I it I won't even dignify it with like trying to sing it well and correctly because it it doesn't deserve it. <laughs> 
It truly doesn't. It's it's. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why? Why, Jesus? Why would you do this to me? We asked for better musical writing, and we got this. <laughs> this is for punishment. I don't know what god I pissed off or what I did in a past life to be subjected to that torture. This but is our karma. I don't want it. <laughs> Send it back. I don't care if I get my zero dollars I spent on this movie back take, or not. I just want it out of take my it head. Back to the karma kitchen. I don't want so, it. The actor who plays Zach actually just replaced Aaron Carter in Naked Boy Singing. Are you going to go see it on the off chance that he performs this song? Absolutely. <laughs> I... <laughs> if it was Aaron Carter, I might have justified the cost of a ticket to see Naked Boys singing. Now that it's this guy, I mean, honestly, I might want to see it even more. <laughs> uh, the, I think... <laughs> The other like thing... for the for the meme, you understand for the memes. Oh yes, definitely can, for the memes. Can you imagine how many people are gonna be like, "That's the guy from Eating Out," versus "That's the guy from Basketball with Shaq." He played Shaq <laughs> right a, in the song. That's it. That's a thing. Didn't Eric Carter beat Shaq in like a, a in, in a song or something like? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that was Aaron Carter. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Carter. I don't. Aaron Carter has name power, but this guy has meme power, and I don't know which is more powerful. <laughs> I guess we'll meme find. power. Power. Meme power. Meme power. Absolutely. Think of Robert Rodriguez and Danny Trejo. Who who do you know? If I, Well, we're all film buffs, so you might know Robert Rodriguez. But the majority of people, they know the meme. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Machete, meme power is superior. Machete, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Y'all ready for another heaping helping of connecting the dots? Yes. Yeah, let's connect some dots. So you may have not liked the musical number very much, but let's also not forget that this film has some audio mixing and recording issues in general. Um, there's There's a fair amount of overdubbing that's very noticeable. There's some, like, echoing and stuff like that, uh, especially inside of the dorms cabins whatever um and it (laughs) there's a lot of uh uh, just like you can clearly tell there's a lot of noise reduction done in post because it's almost like they didn't notice they were getting bad audio while they were recording it which may have been because of their schedule or may have just been oopsie doodle kind of thing um, but yeah, this this movie, I think, is the first one that we've seen in all of the movies we've seen that have actually had audio problems. And it's uh, the old saying goes that you do not, you'll never realize good audio, but you'll always recognize bad audio design. I think I would, I, I would argue I, that. The uh, first Eating Out movie had one glaring audio problem, 
and that was the inclusion <laughs> of a two piano four hands piece being banged out at top volume. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I forgot all about that. Oh. Can you believe that was four weeks ago? Oh man, just god, think it if seems I was like a lifetime. <laughs> think how much we would just not remember if we did an actual like full episode just like recounting all of the episodes. <laughs> My god. This series has aged me. <laughs> um can we, there's there's some mm, how do you even uh so I have some some questions that y'all might know the answers to. There are a grand total of maybe fifteen quote unquote campers, actors at this camp. Uh, how do they continue to exist? Uh, it's probably a very expensive and exclusive camp. Okay. They got Genevieve uh, to pay full price. Which, uh, right. which one of the no-name <laughs> campers? whatever, at least I'm rich. <laughs> which one of the They got no- her to pay full price a couple times over. Which one of the no-name campers with maybe one line was your favorite? I liked Brace's girl. I don't know oh why. <laughs> I I liked little nerdy boy who ended up yeah. with the honk at the end. Ooh, I, Me too. I liked him the best. I also he liked was, the whore. The whore was fun. He barfed all over Genevieve, and that instantly made him my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, here's a real question, though. So, they're all at a drama camp, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yes. to me, when I think of any sort of, like, summer camp, I think of people under the age of 18 who are still in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that confused me, because, like, I feel like the a lot of like what was happening in the camp as far as like rules and how Dickie was acting didn't make sense for a group of like mid twenties like or grown, early 20s, like grown ass adults student filmmakers. Yeah. Grown ass adults who can <laughs> who can consent or not consent to sexual intercourse as they please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it just that that didn't make sense. Like it would have made sense to me if they were like camp counselors or or here's a killer idea it's not drama camp it's a 48 hour film project <laughs> oh my god could you no if they were counselors could you imagine how great it would be if Zach and Casey's relationship problems came down to a head-to-head battle between them having to direct two different groups of campers yes. in oh. rivaling Shakespeare oh, that would scenes be so great like that would be amazing. That's five head thinking right there. That would have been such a great movie. But then there would be children in the movie, and we couldn't get our requisite two dicks in. So I mean, we would still it really could. be an eating out movie? Well, you don't have to. We don't have to make them actual children. They could just be high school seniors. Yeah, that got held back, or were you know born later, so that they're eighteen. 
Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs> okay. Um, or you know those kind of shenanigans. I think the we real... are going to talk about this this movie idea later. I'm sure. The forty eight hour film project. Would it be eating out sixty nine? Um, no. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Missed opportunity. The real question is, who would go to a drama camp? That is run by Dick Dicky. Oh, not me. Certainly not I. Not me. Dick Dicky is the most detestable person I think I've ever seen put to gay film. <laughs> At least we finally have yeah, a villain awful. in this movies. <laughs> besides, besides two, where we have like the closet uh, guy. I don't understand how Penny could bear to like lick dick dicky's boots like that i would have crumbled i would have slapped him in the face <laughs> multiple times i mean she <laughs> she did basically like broadcast him having sex to the entire camp so there you go just that's true there you go even our girl penny couldn't deal and she's and she's like pretty much up for anything Penny's down to clown. I'm serious. <laughs> Penny's wa- like if you if you were like into some like R-rated shenanigans and you needed somebody who you know would be ride or die, call Penny. <laughs> Penny will bury a body for you. Penny Absolutely. <laughs> she will drive the getaway car. In this movie, and like, she'll probably put on a really good playlist too. <laughs> in this movie, Penny uh Broken entered, put uh, poison oak in someone's underwear, blackmailed someone into getting pants so that she could grab another person's dick. Like, this is my spirit animal. This is the person I want to be friends with. This is like, I want my best, I want a best friend like this. Yes. So, in my other movie idea... You have a drama camp setting um, or some other, like, adult camp setting where the main storyline is Lily and Justin and them fucking learning how to deal (laughs) with each other and their respective shit. And then on the side, you have, like, camp pranksters Penny and Casey like running around making fucking mayhem and keeping the mood light. Ooh, I th- I I think I can up it. Penny I like t- this idea. Penny takes over the drama camp, like a la like heavyweights. Yes. Yes. Penny's like this is my drama camp now, bitches. <laughs> and there are no work study scholarships. Anyone can come here. <laughs> Full scholarship. Except Genevieve. Genevieve can get the fuck out. Yeah, Genevieve can go. Uh, I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention that, once again, the best person in this movie is Mink Stoll, who who is busy getting young ass. And saying fantastic probably the best line in this entire movie i haven't been this wet since reagan was shot (laughs) that line made me laugh so much 
there's so many characters in this movie that should have got more screen time than Zach and Casey. Do you it, think that was I'm, in the I'm script? <laughs> and I am including the returning art teacher from Eating Out too. Oh my god. <laughs> who has can, a wife. <laughs> can the gay man with a wife who's looking for a third just please, like, can that trope just, like, drown in a swamp and, like, never resurface? <laughs> Real quick, we should also it's mention... It's so awkward. Real quick, we should also uh, mention I that... I guess I shouldn't say that because, like, they're actual gay men who are married to women and have families and, like, stuff, so... I mean, sorry, I apologize. <laughs> Real quick, we should also yeah. point out that Tiffany is also in this movie, although unfortunate for our longtime listeners and one person in particular that actually is invested in this, she does not have any character development. She is in here basically for a joke, which is either pretty funny. I can stick funny. my fist in my mouth. <laughs> this is what Betty White taught me. Um, which is actually pretty good uh so we got a cameo it was nice but like we didn't really get anything it's kind of a shame that like you know uh she that she couldn't give like any advice to literally the person that she was the default friend best friend of in the last movie but you know we got penny so yeah i feel like if you're gonna do our girl Tiffany Vander salute so dirty, you either gotta like go so so hard or like cut her out and like just not have her yeah. return. Cause I honestly I felt sorry for her to to like be invited back to do the film and then just to like be in one scene she has out of everybody in the she has out of everybody in the series like the most history with it she's been in all of the movies and i mean like they just brought her back as a token salute she is the bulk and skull of the eating out series yeah she's been i feel like they did her dirty All right, well, I feel like that's a fine uh, time to wrap everything up, so uh, let's just get down to it. Amelia, did this movie make you want to go to an adult drama camp or just stay home and watch Netflix? I mean, I'd like to go to an actual fun, like, adult drama retreat, but, uh, yeah, just like with the last movie... I feel like if you've already seen the first three Eating Out movies, you might as well watch this one and the next one. Just finish it out, you know? Uh, You've made it more than halfway at this point. There's two movies to go. Get some tequila or some weed or, you know, a mocktail, whatever helps you get through bad movies and just just sit down and watch it. Whatever. (laughs) You know what you're getting. Realization that... Uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, 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 that was, that was it. Realization that life is finite. Uh, y- you do you. And, Ro, <laughs> uh, 
Is this movie a lucky penny or just a bunch of student debt? I'll say this. Much like Lily, Justin, Casey, and Penny, I too wish to be uh, lifted up by helicopter and airdropped somewhere else into a better movie than this. <laughs> anyway, that's what we think, but if you've seen this movie or end up watching it later, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your experience with it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Gayekapod, that's G-A-Y-E-C-A-P-O-D. While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for new suggestions. We can't wait to experience more movies with you. We'll see you next time for the final film in the Eating Out series, The Open oh boy. Weekend. So excited. Lord have mercy on our soul. Can't wait. <laughs>